0: Welcome, everyone, to our latest edition of Studio Canberra, the podcast from Australian Grape and Wine. I'm Lee McLean, the General Manager for Government Relations and External Affairs, and with me is our Chief Executive, Tony Good G'day, Tony. How are you? Oh, I'm well, thanks. Good to talk to everyone. It's been another very eventful week. In fact, it's a little more than a week since our last podcast, um, and I think we've got good reason for that with some pretty significant things that have happened. Uh, in relation to China with the announcement of tariffs uh, on our uh, on our wines for both anti-dumping and countervailing duties um, in, in recent weeks. Tony, could you just give us a bit of an update on, on where that is up to at the minute?
1: Yeah, sure. Well, thanks, Lee. And I apologise to everyone that we keep talking about China. And I apologise that we never seem to have any good news, uh, both of which appear to be out of our control at the moment. So yesterday, The Chinese Ministry of Commerce announced a tariff um, due to the subsidies investigation that's been ongoing. This is another provisional tariff which will take the form of a deposit paid at entry. It's of 6.3% or 6.4%. You might ask me how these are calculated and why. There is a determination which explains it, uh, and it's fair to say that it doesn't make a lot of sense to me. Uh, we now have ten days to. Re- this is an additional tariff to those uh, punitive tariffs imposed for dumping too. It's we have ten days now to respond to this. Uh, we will be putting in a response, a detailed response. Department of Foreign Affairs are also putting in a response to this. Uh, again, I don't believe that our response will do any good. It will certainly make the case and will point to the errors that were made by the. Chinese Ministry of Commerce, but I think it's pretty clear now that a a political decision by China does not necessarily have the backing of economic good sense. So we're in the process of doing that. Uh, I'll point out that a final determination will be made in the next six months, I believe, for um, the final determination for these dumping and and subsidy tariffs, and then uh, we will be in a position to look at other alternative options. That's where we are, Lee. Yeah, look,
0: it's a really challenging situation at the minute, obviously, um, both for, for winemakers and for the government. I think we talked about that before. Um, there's been a, quite a bit of media. Obviously, we're, we're not the only um, commodity sector that's that's um, caught up in this this issue. We've seen barley, timber, lobster and, and other other commodities as well. Um, quite a bit's been made about the merits or or, or otherwise of um for example, the barley sector taking their case to the World Trade Organization, and of course, that's a government decision. Um, what do you What do you think of that that idea? Um, to me, it seems like a reasonable thing to do. But what do you have
1: any thoughts on on the merits of that? Yeah, thanks, Lee. And look, we're enormous supporters of the World Trade Organization. We've just completed a successful dispute against Canada, where we've managed to get better access into the Canadian market. So it's a system that works. Um, with Bali, we're big supporters and there's two reasons for Bali. One is that it will create the jurisprudence that we need. So if we get to that stage that we've got good legal e- evidence based on that precedent. So that's very helpful to us for Bali to go. And we believe that Bali, that case will be taken forward early next year. The disadvantage of WTO is it takes a long time. So it's probably a three year frame from initiation. Will we take a WTO action? It's a good question, Lee. Um, at the moment, the answer is no, because we'll wait for the final determination. It's technically possible under the provisional determination, but if that becomes final, then you have to commence a whole new case. So the time isn't right for us, but we'll make a due assessment of the legal case when that happens. My um, belief is if there's an adverse finding, which uh, current evidence would suggest there would be, that we would look to go down that route. And that would be, uh, I think we'd be have to agree that that will not get a quick solution though. So I believe the industry needs to plan for a, probably a four to five year freeze with China. And that means that we have to look very careful at other markets and what else we're going to do.
0: Yeah, I think, I think that's right. I, I mean, my assessment of this as well is that while the time horizon is, is sort of four to five years, as you say, um, and there's a whole lot of work that we're doing that, um, to be quite frank, um, we're not convinced will we'll sort of lead to the kinds of outcomes we want immediately. I think it's really important, obviously, that we continue to do everything we can to be as cooperative as possible to work through this process, so that we can show the, the World Trade Organization uh, that we have that we have jumped through the hoops and we've done every everything possible to to um, to come to a point to to help resolve this issue. Um, the, the other thing I wanted to talk about today. Tony is a couple of different social media campaigns that are that are running at the moment. Um, one I'm really excited about, and I think is a wonderful and positive thing. The other is not so positive, uh, and and quite frankly, it's 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 not something I support in any way. Um, that latter campaign is a is a social media campaign that's been in the media over the last couple of days, um, urging uh, Australian consumers to boycott wines that are produced. Um, by companies with Chinese ownership or partial Chinese ownership, um, that's really concerning, and I think it's a, I think it's a pretty dark turn to be, to be taking, to be honest. Tony, you've been in the media about this. We've issued a media release ourselves. I, I think it's important that we get this on the record about what our position actually is, and and why perhaps that approach
1: isn't isn't the right way to go. Yeah, thanks, Lee. And this is one I feel really strongly about. I, I think hopefully the intent behind this campaign was to buy Australian. And in that case, it's merely misguided. and in that, But it's still something that's really counterproductive. There are foreign ownership of many grape and wine businesses in Australia too, not partial or fully there, but there are many, not just from Chinese ownership. Uh, one of the things you've got to remember is these companies, they pay taxes in Australia, they employ Australians, these Australian grapes, and they sell the product as made in Australia. They're a really important part of the industry. Uh, And they also have close cultural ties in other countries, which we rely on, that hopefully mitigate some of the risk in some cases. Um, I know a lot of these people, they are really good people and they are part of the industry culture and they work closely with us. Uh, So I'm really opposed to anything that denigrates one group based on ownership, based on race or any other issue. We're all in this together. We're gonna get out of this together. And the Chinese-owned companies are really important, I think, to the future of the Australian industry. So I would just implore people to uh, think twice about boycotting anyone in this business.
0: Yeah, well said. I, I absolutely agree with that. I, I think the intention behind some of it is is probably um, okay at times. And if the, if the intention is about choosing Australian wine, I think then that's a that's a good thing. Um, but when it does verge into that that Um, uh, that that sort of darker area I think it is it's 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 really problematic and doesn't serve anyone particularly well at all Um, so now that we've got that sort of negative story out of the way I just want to talk about a more positive story Um, we have just this morning launched a social media campaign called Choose Australian Wine Um, the, the idea behind this is that Australian winemakers have had a really tough year as winemakers and grape growers. Um, we've had fires and smoke at the beginning of the year, which has led to, you know, um, a lot of a lot of vineyards and a lot of winemakers across the and seaboard not being able to produce wine. We've had fires damaging vineyards and winery infrastructure, in particular areas like in the Adelaide Hills or Kangaroo, Kangaroo Island, um, really devastating for those businesses. Then, of course, we've had COVID nineteen lockdowns, which has decimated the the uh, on-premise trade, restaurants, pubs, clubs, and the like, um, and the, of course they are a very important part uh, of the uh, of the the, um, uh, the the sales avenue for a small a small business in particular and large businesses as well. Um, and it also shut down a number of the cellar uh, doors around the country and the tourism that's so important to to wine businesses. So we've had those two things, and now of course we've got these trade disputes that are that are causing enormous problems for us um, in Australia so from our perspective we just wanted to try to do something positive and we wanted to try to do something that was going to engage um, engage Australian consumers it's not about drinking more um, it's about making that choice when you're next to the bottle shop if you're buying something for this weekend or something over Christmas to just perhaps look away from that imported wine section and go and support someone from uh, someone who's produced something from um, your favorite local region in australia i think it's a really positive thing and what we really want to do is to celebrate together a little bit um so what we're we're encouraging people to do is take a photo over the summer of, of when they are enjoying an australian wine use the hashtag choose australian wine and um and and perhaps raise a glass to those people who've been uh who've been working pretty hard to to deliver a fabulous product each year um tony did you have anything you
1: wanted to add on that one no, I think it's a great initiative. Uh, I've been certainly doing a lot of media today in the mainstream media because I'm a dinosaur, so social media is beyond me, but certainly in the mainstream media to promote it. And we're getting a really good uptake, and people are really interested. So, yeah, let's get it, let's get behind it. It's not just about the wine industry for me. I mean, I think we should be promoting Buy Australian this year and get out to the regions. We all need it, everyone needs a boost. So, uh, I, I'm right behind it, and I think we're getting the public on side. So, do your bit. That's all I'll say. Yeah, that's that's exactly right. So I think that probably
0: leads us quite nicely into our regular closing segment, Tony, of what's in your glass this weekend. Now, I must admit, I haven't uh, I haven't thought too much about it this week, but I'm going to throw something a little bit, a little bit different into the mix this week. Um, I reckon I've got a bottle of Adelaide Hills Gruner Veltlina. I'm probably not pronouncing that right, but Let's call, just call it Gruner. I've got a bottle of that sitting at home somewhere. I'm thinking it might be time to to crack that open and um, and enjoy that with my wife. What about you,
1: Tony? Well, I must say I do I do love Gruner of Atlanta. It's it's one of my favourite go-to grape varieties, uh, and there's a couple of great producers in the Adelaide Hills, which is it's probably the best region. I'm I'm heading for a Sangiovese this weekend, and I'm going local in Canberra. So uh, that's that's my position. So.
0: Very nice. You could do a lot worse than that. All right. Well, remember this weekend, if you're enjoying a glass of Australian wine or a bottle of Australian wine, choose Australian. Let's celebrate together by putting a photo up onto Instagram or Facebook or LinkedIn or Twitter. Um, Use the hashtag choose Australian wine and let's celebrate together and support local Australian grape growers and winemakers in a pretty tough year.
1: And just remember, it's not too late to buy that case of wine for all your friends to put under their trees this year. So get out there. Don't just get them a bottle. Get them a case. They've got time to drink it. So look after them. Uh, Thanks, everyone. It's been great to talk to you. We'll talk to you again next week.
0: Thanks very much, everyone.